You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Right now, we are joined by one of the best guys in the Rangers clubhouse. He's healthy. He's in Arizona. Joining us on the Buyers Barricades hotline, it is Jake Diekman. Jake, what's going on? Not much, hanging out. Just got to Arizona today. Yeah, so uh, how into the Olympics are you? I know you're a big sports fan. I'm curious if you get into the Olympics at all. I am, but I haven't actually watched any of it yet because we've been, like, packing and shipping cars and stuff. <laughs> Dealing with that. What uh, tonight, yes. What, so what event do you think you could do in the in the Winter Olympics? You are, you are a pitcher. You are an tall. athlete. I'm way too tall to, like, snowboard or ski. Um, I'm guessing like luge. Yeah. I've always looked at you and I thought, yeah, he's a, he, he's like definitely a luge guy. I feel like that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. And then like some of the, the, I mean, I'm watching like indoor track right now. I thought that was a summer event, but I guess maybe it's not a summer hey, event. Hey. I, I think know. like, yeah, like a 200, 400. I think I could do that. Yeah. Okay. So you've had a busy off season. First of all, congratulations. You and, uh, your now wife, Amanda, Got married. You received a really big honor in Seattle recently with the Hutch Award, uh, rewarding you for for everything you've done, uh, raising awareness with everything you've gone through. Uh, so I guess uh, it's been a, a a pretty fun, pretty eventful off season for you. And and maybe most importantly of all, it, it seems like you are healthy and everything in the wake of all the surgeries uh, with the ulcerative colitis you've dealt with, everything seems to be going well. Yeah, I mean this off season has been great. Um... First and foremost, I'm healthy. I feel great. Uh, my arm feels great. My body feels great. Uh, I got married and uh, went on a great honeymoon. We got married on New Year's Eve. It was negative 14 in Nebraska, so that was fun. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, the rest of the offseason, it's been great. So has anything changed now that uh, she is no longer fiancé, she is wife? Do you Do you have a lot less... Uh, a lot less leeway in making decisions or anything like that? Because I'm engaged, so I need to know what to, to look forward to here. Okay. First, just get used to saying yes a lot, um, even if, like, you don't want to. Whatever they say is good. Um, yeah, I mean, that's basically it. After that, it's basically the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> good. That's good to hear. I, you just have to say yes a lot more. Yeah, I, you know, I, I didn't really have much of a choice early on. I, I started saying yes a while ago, so that won't be a tough transition. Yeah. Now, yeah, you good. you were in Seattle for the Hutch Award. Uh, I guess yeah. if, for people who aren't familiar, I mean, this isn't uh, this, this might not be an award that people are uh, are as familiar with. What what can you tell us about the Hutch Award and and what exactly it represents? Just about the fighting spirit of a person like Fred Hutchinson had. Um, what they do there is, I mean, it's remarkable. Uh, the keynote speaker was Randy Johnson, so I got to spend like three days with him, which is unbelievable. And 
I mean, they took us in their laboratories. They showed us how they're, like, splitting genes and doing certain things to atoms and stuff. And, I mean, the advancements that they're making for a cure for cancer is, like, truly, really unbelievable. When the guy's, like, my age, so I'm 30, and the guy in there trying to cure cancer is 30, uh, me and Randy Johnson were talking, and we're like, well, our main goal for our profession is to win a World Series. Their, theirs is to, like, save humanity, which is – it really puts it in perspective on what they're trying to do and what they're trying to accomplish. Yeah, there's some incredible people out there, and uh, and Jake receiving that award for, for not what he did on the field, but all the stuff he's done off the field, uh, along with his wife uh, and her help and – the support of others uh, to, to raise awareness and to raise money uh, for for people who have gone through some of what Jake's gone through and, and more. And I saw you, I saw some pictures, you in the lab. Uh, maybe that's a, a, a post-baseball profession, you, uh, you getting the scrubs on and, and getting dirty there. But I, I'm curious about the Randy Johnson stuff, Jake, because I, I did see that you had a picture with him and that he was the keynote speaker. Had you met him before? I have never. Nope. Okay. That was the first time. So, and I think of myself as a pretty, like, I'm pretty tall. Yeah. Close, I'm like 6'4", and, I mean, he towered over me. Well, I couldn't imagine that coming at you as a hitter. Yeah, and, and, and I guess the, you know, six or seven inches that, that he might have on you height-wise or, you know, that, that does make a big difference. But it's not like you're, uh, you know, Matt Bush, who's a, a short righty. You are still a, a bigger lefty. You're a tall lefty. Maybe not as tall as Randy. So I'm curious, and, and, and both of you guys have unique uh, release points. Really use your length to try and add to, to what you're bringing to the plate. Did you, I assume you had some time to talk baseball with him. Did you pick his brain at all, you know, how to be successful as a lefty who maybe has, a, you know, again, I know you're not 6'10", 6'11", but has height and tries to use that height and that length to, to your advantage? Yeah, I just talked about, like, what keys he had for – like his mechanics. So like the main things he keyed off on if his mechanics were going to kind of go in sideways. Um, we talked basically about mechanics and that, like, that was basically it about baseball. Like I really wanted to ask him a lot about like photography. Yeah. Like, and just stuff that he does now. He like travels with rock bands and stuff. And I was really interested in that. Dinah Jake Diekman here on the Byers Barricades hotline. Jake is in Arizona. Pitchers and catchers report here. What, tomorrow is the official report date? Is that right? Valentine's Day. Oh, Valentine. Okay, so still a few days. Something like that. Yeah, okay, so a few days. The the first spring training game is on the 24th. You can hear that right here on 105.3. The fan opening day, of course, March 29th. The Rangers play host to the Astros. Uh, Hey, Jake, I, I know last year was tough for you in a lot of ways not being able to, to be out there and, and play uh, until the end of the season. But, uh, you know, I always hear athletes talk about how when they are hurt, when they are on the sidelines, that, you know, they and it's for an extended period of time, they, they learn things. They see things maybe from a different light. Uh, and I'm just curious, you know, as you look back on last year, uh, even though I, I'm sure you would have much preferred to have been available every single day, uh, as you went through everything, were there things you learned about baseball that, that maybe could help you on the mound just from maybe being more of a student in, in those months and, and just being a, an observer as opposed to worrying about scouting reports and, and figuring out you know what it is you were going to do when you got on the mound that night? Oh, I mean, definitely. First, like it really reinstates how much you love the game because you have to sit out and you're not able to play. 
But then, I mean, on West Coast games, it wouldn't start till nine in Dallas, and I would stay up and watch it all the way through. Um, but you also see it from like a different side. I've never seen it from that side for uh, like that long of a time. So I mean, it, it makes you like look at certain situations of like a pitch count differently. It makes you think about like if there's a guy in second and you're down three one to like a three or four hole hitter, how okay maybe spin it in the dirt and just walk him and start over like it really slows down the game because you can when you're out on the mound it's super fast paced um but i mean once you watch on tv or you're not able to play and you just watch it from afar the game really slows down and you can like kind of see situations before they happen all right, Jake. So this year, the the plan is to to be available for you know all 162 or as many of them as possible. Uh, yeah, like and, 65 to 80 appearances. That'd be great. There you go. Let's do that. Now, I, I'm curious as you enter camp, uh, you know, there there's not one person who has necessarily been identified as the closer, and I think we've we you know we've always known this, but I, I think that uh, it's been reinforced in the postseason over the last few years, how important guys are who pitch out of the bullpen before the ninth inning. That, you know, you still have to get outs in the eighth and you got to get outs in the seventh. And sometimes you got to get a big out in the fifth with the bases loaded in a one-run game, whatever the situation might be. But I'm curious oh, yeah. if if you're entering camp with any sort of a, a thought process of, hey, I you know, I want to earn the right to be this team's closer or where do you stand on on perhaps assuming that role? Is that something that's that, that you're interested in, or is that something that if it happens, it happens? I just want to get those 65 to 80 appearances. Uh, I mean, for me, I want a full year of being healthy and showing that, I mean, I can go out there 65, 70 times a year again. Um, if it so be, so be it that whoever, if Skip wants to name a closer and, Fortunately, that's me, and I mean, I w- I'll run with it. If it's not, and a pitch in the sixth, seventh, eighth inning, I mean, the the whole thing with the bullpen, it only works if the guy, if you're the closer, it only works if the guy in front of you shuts the door down. So, I mean, if the starter goes out in the fifth, you need a sixth, seventh, eighth inning guy, and you need to go boom, 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 and just keep the score the same and let's go home. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Uh, the goal for any bullpen should be to throw as many scoreless innings as possible. I really don't care where that happens. All right, Jake, uh, before we let you go, I'm going to do some rapid fire. So I'm going to throw out a, a name or a topic and just get uh, quick thoughts on that, all right? I'm in. All right, uh, we'll start with this. Uh, Scott Frost. Uh, right below God. <laughs> Jake's a big Nebraska Cornhusker football fan. Scott, of course, getting ready to uh, return to his alma mater as that coach. Pace of play, Jake. That's been a big topic this offseason. Takeaway walkout songs. All right. For hitters. But not for pitchers. No, because, I mean, we have that time anyway. Like, our, our, our time on the mound is already clocked. Like, we have only have a certain amount of time to uh, come out and, like, warm up. Are you in favor of the bullpen cart returning or no? I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I let me ask you this do you and, and i don't know how much of a difference this would make but no one, I, I mean I, i'm not in anything like that i mean I, we can run out yeah you just don't want it to be like a circus yeah no absolutely do, do you need when you go out to the mound do you need all 
eight warm-up pitches or if they said, hey, you get two pitches to adjust to the game mound, you're good to go. Would you be in favor of that or would that create issues, you think? Uh, I know a lot of guys, like, I have a plan for all eight pitches. I mean, it takes like a pitch or two to get used to the mound. The starter or the guys before you or whatever, they might have dug a hole out. They might have, like, the rubber might be dug out weird. So the first, if you dropped it down to six, I feel like people would be perfectly fine. All right, there you go. We're doing some rapid fire with Jake Diekman. You just had a wedding wedding presents. What's a wedding present? Well, yeah. What What are your thoughts on? I mean, you, you're now you've now received wedding presents. So your uh, your your rapid fire thoughts on those? Oof. Um. I mean, it's a lot of the same stuff you have. <laughs> did you do the registry, or did your wife do that, or is it a joint effort? We kind of did it together. Okay. So, yeah, we split it. All right, uh, some rapid fire here with Jake Diekman. Bartolo Colon. Big sexy. Big sexy. All right, uh, your perfect taco. Everyone always asks about the perfect pizza. I'm curious, what is the perfect taco? Uh, ground beef. Just ground beef? Cheese, okay. Guacamole, sour cream. Um, a little like smoked Tabasco sauce. Okay. Yeah, and then I'm good. Soft shell, hard shell. I'm pretty simple. Either one. Okay. I'm good. If uh, I don't, if it's soft shell, I'll just go get chips and guac. Okay, so you got to have a little bit of crunch a part of the meal. Definitely. Okay. Final question, Jake. Uh, I know you're a big Call of Duty player. Best Call of Duty players in the clubhouse. Me, of course. Okay, and then who is your biggest competition? Because I always see Willie Calhoun tweeting about it, so I, I'm curious. I know. Yeah. And we, we all need to, like, start a competition and see. See who the best one is? I, I don't know. I'm on the, a game called Fortnite right now. What is that? Is that, like, a similar game? It's like a cartoony game, and it's a survival game, so there's, like, 100 people that jump out of a plane, and then if you're the last one to survive, you win. All right. And are you – so then you're the best in the clubhouse at that? Oh, absolutely not. I've only got second one time, and that's the worst feeling ever. <laughs> well, maybe uh, – I know there's a lot of downtime in spring training. Maybe you can uh, you can take home the uh, the top prize there at some point. I'm in. All right, Jake. I'm we in. really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Uh, glad you got to Arizona safely. And uh, wishing you uh, a spring training and a year full of health, and we look forward to talking to you. Thanks, man. There you go. Jake Diekman joining us on the Byers Barricades hotline.